Metu Netter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 2, Man, the Likeness of God, beginning on page 60 with the second paragraph. Given that these are epitaphs, we must look at the practice through ancient Egyptian eyes and not our own. Today, everyone is free to compose an epitaph and eulogy according to their desire. In Kemet, the epitaph was the final witness to an initiate's life accomplishment. Initiation is a higher spiritual education that follows, like all educational programs, a standard curriculum. The epitaph has had to reflect the curriculum. The reason that the Pert M. Ru gained the most popularity of all the Kemetic scriptures was due to the fact that it included the entire initiation outline with very important details of the process. Every copy then was in the con every copy then was in content the same. The only differed in the places that were reserved for the name of the deceased initiate. There were two types of epitaph as well known to Egyptologists. There have been found many steels in which the deceased requests that people passing by would offer prayers for their soul and not to speak ill of them. Notable among the these are the steels of mason workers of Amen Hatep, I the servants of the place of truth. They were initiates dedicated to becoming ancestors, a position that would allow them to continue to serve God and men on earth and thus further their efforts to become an outsider. The comedic religious literature assertion that man is made in the likeness of God is supported by the major religious scriptures. Before we examine them, it is important to note a chief difference in the styles of presentation. In the comedic tradition, the spiritual principles are presented in a book that is personalized in its reproductions as epitaphs for specific individuals. In these books, it is stated that person X has not violated specific divine laws and thus a God person and is therefore capable of acting as a God able to perform miracles or magic. They are not the same. Divinization with its miracle working prerogative is open to all scribes, merchants, kings, queens, soldiers, commoners, etc. We have their names and dates of the lives and biographical details, and these are ordinary people like us, born of moral, mortal parents and not of a woman who has been known by God. They were all capable of becoming a son of God. We will now turn our attention to the divine self-image of man as it is documented in the scriptures of other nations. They tell us that the man is made of the likeness of God, but unlike the comedic tradition, they do not apply the notion to the rank and file constituents of the religious body. It is either dealt with as an intellectual principle or ideal or reality that is confined to as a savior, Mithra, Kish, Krishna, Jesus, and so on. What was God's gift to all men and women in Kemet is now reserved for less than a handful of saviors. 
evidence from India, the up and up Pandishad, 872 BC, quote, who says only, quote, God is, he sees a screen, he who can say God am, he sure has seen, end quote. The Maha Bharata Adi Parva, chapter 98, quote, he who ignores and does not satisfy but disobeys the one auspicious, pure, perpetual, inner witness, the own self, the ancient sage, all-knowing who abides in every heart, recording every act, him yama doth award dire punishment. End quote. The message is clear that which answers for I in our being is the all-knowing. Yoga Vashati 534.26 Quote, The all-pervading self who bindeth all, knits them together, abides in every heart, who turn from him, the inmost deity, seeking outside their eyes, are yet thick-veiled. End quote. God is the all-pervading self who binds in all creation and dwells in every heart as the self in all. The Bhagavad Gita 300 BC, quote, I am the self abiding in all heart in the beginning, middle, end of all. These are brief, quote, uh, captures the essence. These brief quote, captures the essence of the Indian yoga tradition. It is based on the identity of man's self with that of God and prescribes meditation practices, rituals, moral observances, and psychophysical manipulations. Excuse me. That lead the initiate to experience oneness with God and thus the acquisition of spiritual powers for what? The performance of miracles, of course. It is important to note that the emphasis on the I, which represents the self in man's being and excludes the not-self, the spirit, man is 100% one with God as far as the self-consciousness will is concerned, but only qualitatively with God as far as the not-self, the spirit is concerned. The drop of water is the same quality as the ocean, but not the same quantity. Many practitioners of yoga have failed to realize that the source of yogic power is in the identity with God. This must take place before the Siddhis, miraculous powers, can come into play. The Hindu approach has failed to fulfill the promise to the world due to the ignorance of the laws governing the Holy Spirit. Despite the glamorous effects wrought by Kundalini yogis, the meditation experts, access to the laws were to be provided by yana, wisdom yoga. So far, there has been no detailed publications on the practice, nor have we seen the fruits of the work, a revelation of the laws of God. The manifestation of the divine in man was regulated to 
special saviors, demigods who would appear from time to time to reform the culture. Krishna was one of the ten aviators of the Hindu tradition. A study of the, I'm sorry, Krishna was one of the ten avatars of the Hindu tradition. A study of the avatar tradition will reveal that they represent the Neturu of the Kemetic tree of life and the ten spheres of the Kabbalistic tree of life. These aviators were a repackaged version of the Dasha Vid- Vidyas, which represented the ten divine faculties of man according to the tradition of Indus Kush. The mantras through which these faculties were cultivated were later appropriated by the Buddhists to create the esoteric branch of the Buddhism, the Mahayana, volume one of this series. See volume one of this series. The evidence from the Hebrew Bible, Old Testament. Quote, and God said, let us make man in our own likeness. Genesis one. The us represents the Elohim. They are the faculties of God, archangels. See Metuneter volume one. Quote, I have said ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Psalms. The Bible puts forward the claim that the man is made in the likeness of God, but the elaborated message treats man not only as man, but one who is important to redeem himself through his own observance of the law. He who is made in the likeness of God must wait for a savior. What then is the purpose of the divine attributes in man? The evidence from Sufism. Quote, if you find God, then ye have found all things. Just think, if the creator thou dost find, can his creation still remain behind? Is the owner ever separate from the other? Indeed, I am this all, all this is mine. This word resoundeth ever from within. Thou art thyself the thinker, and this world be thine own thought, and God by thyself. End quote. Quote, he who is absent far away from God, his heart can only say, God is somewhere. He who has found the love one in himself, for him God is not he nor thou, but I. How may I take for God upon the way? One who himself away is doth stray. He is consent to he is content consent to say God is while I am desolate till I God am can say End quote. what was said of the Hindu tradition holds for Sufism as it is an Islamic offshoot of the yogic tradition it is important to note that one of the greatest reasons for the failure of the major world religions to bring about a world of harmony peace and universal well-being and prosperity is the denial of man of his proper self-image. It matters not how much or how well you meditate, perform yoga, or quit going, or undergo psychoanalysis, how well-educated or moral or how positive you are in your thinking. If your self-image admits by its very nature a propensity 
to sin and failure or a vulnerability to life's challenges. In acknowledging his or her divine self-image, the Kamau sealed his or her fate on the side of the sinless, healthy, and successful life. But how can man achieve such a lofty, lofty goal? The answer is easy. Seen when you are guided by the word of God, not only recorded in books, which are subject to manipulation, but available through direct intercourse with God through the oracle. We have seen that the comedic religion remained faithful in all of its scriptures over a period of over 3,000 years to the divine self-image of man. It did not limit itself to alluding to man's likeness with God. It provided a detailed method to the realization of the divine, which starts out in all of us as a potential. There is a great number of biographical literature of men and women of all walks of Egypt that made the realization of divinity their major quest in life. Egyptologists have worked hard to distort the record. Besides concealing most of these biographical records presented as epitaphs, they have embarked on the massive campaign of disinformation. Quote, the Egyptians worship their kings as gods, end quote, states a favored lie. They relied on magic to gain entrance to heaven and attain immortality. The verses of the Kemetic Holy Scriptures are called spells. All of this is done in the face of the fact that the scriptures made it clear that the master key to oneness with God was the successful passing of a judgment in which the initiate had to prove his or her freedom from sin. This was the condition that they empowered that empowered the words of the initiate to enable the manifestation of miraculous events in the world and in the hereafter. An in-depth study of the world's religion will reveal that the latter religions took these practices from Kemet and transformed them into their own peculiar presentations of religion. Most of them learned well about the identity of man's self and God's self. They, however, somehow missed out on receiving the knowledge of the laws that govern the not-self, the Holy Spirit. The self can will to accomplish, but the spirit is what carries out the action. If you do not know the 11 laws that govern its activity, your life will be subject to chance. The ancient Egyptian spiritual leaders were to so strict about the people striving to achieve a life above sin that they instituted a custom of denying bur- burial to people who could be proven to have committed certain sins. At the entrance to the cemeteries, the descendant, the, the deceased's body was detained to allow people to congregate in the presence of judges so that they would have the opportunity to bring whatever proof that was available to show that the descendants was not worthy of burial in the public cemeteries. This was very important given the fact that the important rituals were performed on behalf of the souls of the departed at these cemeteries on an ongoing basis. The prohibition extended even to the royalty. The practice was adopted on several occasions by the Jews. See 1 Kings 
14, 13, 2 Kings, 9, 10, and 21, 18 and 26, 2 Chronicles, 14, 25. Egyptians were so intent on rising above sin that they published their sins, the punishment that followed at the hand of God's divine faculty and their gratitude for redemption. An example, quote, I recite a hymn, the divine spirit, Mayor Estiger listens to my call so that I do justice live the law of Ma'at on earth. I had been an ignorant man with a pure heart who did not know good from evil. I used to commit the sin of disobedience against the peck, the peak, high, the Holy Spirit, and she gave me punishment. I was in her hands day and night. I implored my mistress and found her coming. She was kind to me. She made me forget the pain which was in my heart. Another steal, quote, I was a man who spoke a false oath to the lady of the house, the queen Nefertari, justified, free of sin, even as the power of God is manifested in her. May peace grant me the healing, end quote. These confessions of having sinned and the redemption that followed were published on stone monuments for all to see, event, even to this day. What can be said of secret confessions and private penitence? And here ends the reading on page 70. That's the end of chapter 2.